and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast that covers everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. I am your host, Matt, out of New York, the Big Apple, and with me today to discuss all the news and, uh, and information is Roman out in Mexico City, absolutely out of the blue but before we go any further <laughs> let me tell you that you can follow us on the social media side of things you can follow us at hef pod on the twitter side of things instagram at hey anti frankfurt you can follow us on discord follow us on the website uh we have facebook t- uh, any i mean any social media seriously we're, we're probably on it but um yeah roman out in mexico city here with me today um I know, you know, you have a base in San Francisco, but I mean, you may as well just be like an Eintracht Frankfurt ambassador at this point. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, uh, yeah, so I'm for this week, I'm luckily in Mexico City with wonderful weather while in San Francisco it's rainy and uh, um, which, of course, for California is always good. But, you know, for, for the time being here, it's nice and sunny. And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm here for a few business meetings and trips and startup stuff, investors and all of the above. And I am glad that I have some time off to get on this podcast to talk with you about the Eintracht Frankfurt, even though, Matt, as you know, there are better topics to talk about at the moment than Eintracht Frankfurt, because for some reason... I know. Yeah, yeah no, I was just going to say, you know, I mean, we were just sitting here talking about, you know, the differences between Windows and Mac, you know, and I was actually, that was actually a fun conversation. And before we started <laughs> hitting record, I was like... Man, I am dreading this right now. <laughs> I, I do not want to sit here, go through all my emotions again, and just... I mean, Roman, it's been it's been a terrible two months, as some would say. I mean, we haven't won the Bundesliga game since February. And at, at the time of this recording, it is 10.22 Eastern Standard Time. And it's May 1st. Insert Justin Timberlake, it's going to be May meme here. It's going to be May. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt, exactly. Let's start, our, let's start our therapy session here because I think that's all that it is. And uh, um, as you know, like it, for me, a 6.30 a.m. game against Augsburg. So I have to admit, I did not see the game in full length, just a few highlights. So I leave the discussions about the game mostly to you. But... Uh, I was so annoyed. Like I, I, I woke up. Obviously, first thing I do, check the score, and I, I couldn't even believe it. I could not imagine. I, I could not have imagined that we would play one-one to Augsburg, especially in the situation where we are, where everyone should know it's almost our last chance to to join. Um, you know, uh, the, the Europa League from, from a league perspective to get the league to a, to a, a better end to, um, I mean, there's so many things that are just on the line, you know, not even, of course, players usually don't, they probably don't care about the money, how much money a team makes by, by the end of year position. But, uh, you know, all of these things that are valuable and for fans in general, you know, how annoying it is to to talk to people. And, uh, you know, I'm now here in Mexico and I try to spread the news about Eintracht Frankfurt and what do people usually do? They look at what were the what is what are the standings in the table and what were the recent games? And um, usually I have to say this, I, I, I would have never been embarrassed of it because, you know, like from where we are from, our position is OK and uh, our our style as well but i just think it's it's not deserved like we um the team deserves a better league position deserves a better outcome and 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 and, and could have done all of this you know so it's again you know um we, we we tried to reach far and we took a step backwards i mean it's so funny that you say this because chris from detroit has been saying this since we won europa league where it's like you know, we are hell. We are putting ourselves to a higher standard now. You know, the bar has been raised. pretty much, you know, raised. Yeah. You know, ever since we even won the Dave Papel call, you know, it's 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 gotten to the point. Okay, night night. Let's see what we can do in Europa League. And like, you know, we did amazing things in Europa League. You know, we we went toe to toe with Chelsea in the semifinals, lost to that, made our way back in the Europa League through the league. Um, then we ended up winning it, which was pretty dope. And then, you know, we, we did so great things and, or obviously when Europa League brought us the Champions League, you know, and so now all we are at is 
we need the Champions League, you know, like, yes, Europa League is definitely great, you know, but we want to play with the big dogs, you know, we we, we know we can tussle with the big dogs, look what we did against, I wouldn't really say against Tottenham, but like, you know, Sporting Lisbon, a well-respected well Portuguese team, um, a freaking Olympic Marseille, even though, you know, we did, we've had our, our fair share of fun with them in the Europa League, you know, they're still a good team to have good results against, you know, that's still a very well, uh, well, more known team than us here at Eintracht Frankfurt, so, you know, the bar has been raised and what has happened these past two months, it seems like literally ever since Napoli came down to Frankfurt and kind of pummeled us to, I think it was two nothing or three nothing. Um, it's just been, hasn't, we haven't picked up since then. It seems like it's just been stuck in our brains. It's been a forever nightmare, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's kind of what, what makes me mad. Like once again, you know, like don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm totally fine with, uh, with, with, um, with where we're from and everything. But like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just so annoying with, because the potential is there, right? And as you said, like we, we played well in the Champions League. So we are a Champions League potential contesting team and Europa League should be by uh, the standards that we have now should be one of our goals, right? And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining and I will always be an Eintracht fan and we go down the league again and I'll still be there, you know, like and if everyone leaves, if Hellmann leaves, Kroosje leaves, Glasner leaves and we get bad coaches for some re weird reason, I'm still going to be there and I'm, gonna, I'm still going to support the club to its fullest. But it's just annoying when you, when you kind of have these situations where you could make, where you could leap forward and you actually do take a step backward. And yeah. And, and yeah, that's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Um, uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite things my dad ever told me was like, especially while we we're in the second, uh, second Bundesliga, it was like, uh, Leiden muss sein or something along yeah, those yeah, lines. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, that's the Launa Shadiva right there. <laughs> totally, totally. You know, and like, and when you, when you look at, for example, like how also what's important in the league that, uh, that it was, uh, possible, right? I mean, like with Freiburg and Union having exceptional great seasons, like that they got stuck uh, up in the front and teams like Bayer Leverkusen, Wolfsburg, uh, joining the, the, the Europa League race towards the end only, you know, like, and also because of our, our, uh, deficiencies, um, that's what kind of hurts, you know? So if it would have been like a season with a rocking, Bayern, Dortmund, Leverkusen, Wolfsburg, uh, whatever, I don't know, uh, five teams up there who just have a great thing and we're just like trying, like always trying to do a step forward, but the others do too, you know, so kind of like we don't, like the league is too strong for us. Then I would have totally gotten it, you know, and even like losing to Dortmund, like, uh, you know, like I don't care, you know, these things, whatever. I mean, of course it's annoying, but, you know, come on, move forward. But then these matches against Augsburg and, and, uh, and, and, you just got to win those, you know, it's, and it, it, it's, it's nuts because, you know, um, and I apologize for listeners because we're completely disagreeing on the Augsburg game because it's just, that was just a shit show of a game. There's no point to say anything besides that. We just don't know how to kick a ball, uh, but, uh, in a 90 minute span, um, and we're paying professionals to do so for us. Um, but isn't so, that weird? Because like what you just said is actually you said we don't know how to kick the ball. Now I would I would beg to differ because we do knew we do know how to, but for some reason we lost the ability. When you look at the games from the first half of the season, you know it wasn't that we were only lucky. Like the passes that were made, you know they arrived. When you think about the the, the double pass with like Götze and Kolomani uh, in, in 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 the box. You know, yes, like, like these, these kind of awesome moves that we had, you know, and we, they would even make you think, uh, um, forget about uh, Kostic, you know, and you're like, oh my God, what is this? The new Eintracht. And we would kind of, we would outrun every, every team and our passing was amazing. Our, we were able to, to keep the ball, to maintain the ball, to play forwards, uh, to, to do like the, 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 the pass. Uh, in, in, in the danger, in the danger zone. And now suddenly nothing works. Like literally nothing. Like our defense is a mess. Our, uh, our offense is a mess. And where did all that go that used to work, uh, just a few weeks ago? 
it's it's crazy because you know we're gonna because this because you know we have had historic you know Rukunda collapses you know dating back to like God when I was even born and oh, yeah. but it was back in the ninety six uh, not to date anybody back here but it's historically we've always been so back bad at yeah. Rukunda the fact that we haven't won a single Bundesliga game in two months and the teams that we couldn't even fucking be I mean it's kind of laughable I mean I'm just gonna list it out right here. I I mean, Leipzig, okay, fine. Wolfsburg, at the time, they were literally one of the in the relegation zone, and then they turned it around right there and then. So I'll give them the tie right there. Stuttgart, shit. Napoli, okay, fine. Union Berlin, okay, fine. Kreuter Fürth in the freaking test spiel, in the friendly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. Bochum, shit. <laughs> then we beat Union Berlin in the DFB Pokal, fine. Okay, great. Leverkusen, we, we haven't won there since 2013. That's our kryptonite forever, forever, yeah. and forever. And then Gladbach, Dortmund, and then Augsburg. I mean, all very, very beatable teams, but like, you know, you just sit, you just sit here and wonder. It's like, it's, it's like, where did it go wrong? I mean, it, it's a com- I feel like it's a combination of Napoli bu- busting us at home, um, with Colomani getting red card there, the Jesper Lindstrom, uh, um, injury after a couple of weeks after that and then i think it was just a lot of the outside talk with you know daichi confirming that he was leaving but i i don't think that really mattered because i think all the pending results that was hap- that we were having were mm. just like okay champions league soccer is not going to be in our rep- isn't going to be in our schedule next year so all these players are already having their outside you know meetings with all these other teams i mean the fact that Daichi said he's not signing with us again, but hasn't announced where he's signing yet, is kind of skeptical to me. I don't know if there are any reports. I haven't seen anything yet, but um, and Dika too. And Dika's looking like he's having second thoughts. He may as well stay. Which honestly, fine because we need defenders. We need depth. We can't keep sending yeah. 38, 39 year old Makoto Hasebe out there and be a yeah. warrior for us. Yeah, yeah. You, you should. You should be. And you should. It's it's great to have him as an option. But he should never be the solution, right? So um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I also don't know what happened. You know, like um, I mean, obviously the injuries are in there, the talks, and with Hellman, uh, his potential leave. Do you know? To I mean, now he now he's even in talks with Bayern. Um, I don't know how uh, how real that is, uh, or but him staying staying at the DFB or uh, DFL. Hey, producer Nathan here. At the time of recording, the state of Hellman's position at Eintracht was unknown. Now it has come to light that he has told the supervisory board that he intends to fulfill his contractual duties with the Eintracht and stay on until 2027. Carry on, Roman. Um, but yeah, it's uh, all this outside in Krösche, uh, Krösche. I think he was even in talks with um, uh, with going to England, and of course Glasner. Like everyone is just everyone is just talking, um, or there are talks about him. And actually, that's what what annoys me about the media because it's absolutely irrelevant, right? Um, don't don't get me wrong, but um, that uh, you know when something is not not public, like this whole like why do people need to. Um, uh, need to confirm something right away. I don't know when that started. Like the minute that the rumor is uh, about that Grosche is in talks with Tottenham, why do people ask like, so is that true? Uh, are you going to leave? It's like, what, what, is, what are they supposed to say? You know, it just opens, <laughs> it just opens can of worms. What yeah, I don't, I'm what out I'm, of here. Yeah. We haven't won in two months. Exactly. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, like, like what is this? And, and I mean, even with Kamada, and yes, of course, it's like, okay, you hear um, that, that the Eintracht tries to keep those players, um, to retain them. That's absolutely important, and that's part of the discussion. And then we can, of, of course, see how is that offer? Is it good? Is it bad? Does the player have different offers? Right now, I don't even know where Kamada and Dika should go. I mean, like where they wanted to go, where they planned to go, like those big teams, they're not going to sign them for the money that they wanted f- under the uh, recent performance, unless, you know, Kamada already has like a pre-contract no. uh, pre-signed and they kind of have like, yeah, you know, stay calm, don't get injured. And, you know, like you, you, you'll you play for Barcelona next year. So why? I, and this I highly doubt, you know, um, but just all the talks, all this also that like uh, uh, those are the little ones and here, don't get me wrong, nothing against Mario, but, you know, his 
that he's like so annoyed that he gets like all these yellow cards for complaints, you know, it kind of just adds up to it. And, yeah, and I, it, it's, I think I think with Mario, I mean, I think he's just kind of sticking up for the team a little bit, just trying to wanting to show like, hey, like we need some sort of leader and stuff like that. Um, yeah. What is what is funny to point out though, which I'm looking at right now, is the lineup that we had in, against Augsburg could potentially be our lineup, like our starting lineup for next season without you know Kamada essentially. Um, I guess just to kind of put put it in perspective, I mean Hase will probably stay, Tuto will probably stay, Lentz will probably stay, Knauf will probably end up buying. It seems like he doesn't want to go back to Dortmund. That could be pretty interesting, and that would be fun to have him grow a little bit with us. Um, yeah, and why junior, would why would he go? Why would Dortmund want him? I mean, at the moment, you know. Right. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I I I'm, I would happy to see him uh, stay in Frankfurt, and I think he has great potential. But you know, he's also not in in, in the good form as he was last year. Um, so there's still a lot of stuff that uh, that needs to be um, addressed, even even for him. And yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I think. I think it's just because of the rise of uh, Kolomwani and gave you know give a lot of players a lot less time because you know obviously Bori played a lot less this season, um, and then I feel like it was just a a, rant, a carousel for a little bit between Kamada, uh, Gutsa, and then um, not Knauf, but what's his name. Um, Jibril so, I feel mm. like, because they couldn't really figure out the middle because did you want Voroda? Did you want Kamada in there? Do you want Jibril so as yeah. well? So I feel like that was a little bit weird. But um yeah, man, I mean it's it's just it's it's just one of those weird things where, you know, like even after after the standings, you know, we still stick in ninth. You know, we have what, a five point gap between sixth place. We can mathematically best do fifth place right now. So you know, I mean, there's some sort of European competition, but I mean, we're done. Bundesliga no. season is done. There's there's no point at it. I mean, and maybe that's why we played this lineup as we did against Augsburg. Yeah, yeah. I actually have have, have one solution for next year um, that uh, that I want to see and that I want to happen. Like next time for the Rückrunde, we need to change something in the Rückrunde preparation. You know, in the second half, I wanna I want them to come back to the United States for uh, uh, for for the winter camp. And the reason is just simple. Um, the, the, uh, wherever we go into the, the Middle East, you know, Qatar or wherever, you know, they, they cannot supply anything to us but good working conditions. We need more. We need experts. We need scientists. We need sports. We need athletic coaches. We need all this stuff. And in America, there's abundance in, 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 in sports science. In, uh, uh, it's, it's an absolute powerhouse in athleticism. And, and we need to come here and learn. We, and not only because of the market, that's usually how it's seen and how it's portrayed, you know, like the Eintracht wants the market and rightfully so, you know, and like with the, with the growth and uh, with a fan club in North Carolina now or the, the cooperation yeah. with the NFL teams. And, and, but there, there's so much more in the United States to learn to get than just simple fan base and marketing and, and whatever, even though that already by itself is a legit reason. But we need to, we need to excel to different areas and we need to have the best experts that are available out there from the big NFL teams, from the M, uh, from, uh, from, from basketball and maybe even from baseball. I don't know. Olympic teams. I mean, the United States. I mean, if, if the United States really is truly great in one thing, it's their sport, athletics and, and, and also. Analysis. Absolutely. And we need to come here and learn. Like we let us not think we know everything and we can everything and we are able to do everything by ourselves and we hire an expert here. If an expert in Germany does not want to go to America to learn and, uh, and enhance their field, then there's something wrong, right? And I'm not saying that's going to solve all the problems. And yes, it is. A, uh, I'm I'm a little bit biased because obviously I want the I want Eintracht to come here to the United States. <laughs> uh, um, but I know they're not never they're never going to come to the West Coast uh, because it's too far out, which is okay. 
but I want scientific approach to athleticism, to mental strength, like also when it comes to uh, uh, mental uh, stuff, you know, I think in, in sports, the United States is absolutely leading. And a team like Eintracht Frankfurt, uh, they can they can only learn from the best to prepare that a Rückrunde like this never happens. You know, and I just believe like for some reason in-house, we cannot solve it, right? We've seen it. We got the diva going on. And to get the diva out, we need experts and we don't need to hire them full time. We don't need new XYZ, but we need to at least, you know, um, uh, harvest as much as possible from uh, from this environment here. So that's my little rant. My trying, my trying to, you know, to learn to learn what's going on here. You know, it's the same. You know, but, I, but it's a it's a good rant because this is honestly most likely the perfect time for it to happen. If all these rumors are true, like let's say Crusher goes to Tottenham, Helman, you know, goes to Bayern, uh, or even the DFB or whatever the fuck he wants to do. Um, those new people could be, you know, inside, uh, could bring in new visions and say, hey, like, let's bring in, like, you know, now that we made this partnership with Ford Madison, uh, yeah. Madison, um, why don't we do another partnership somewhere else where we can have, like, a training ground, have, like, a, a summer training facility and kind of grow an academy in America and have, like, you know, like, because I know Byron has a few academies scattered yeah. around the U.S. Um, why not, why not do the same thing right now? And, you know, I don't know what the funds are. You know, I know that, you know, we're a little bit low in the transfer budget but i mean as long as you don't sell the Bayern uh uh rkm to Bayern for less than a hundred million if we sell them elsewhere for over a hundred million then you know then we're good that we should yeah. invest you know at least a good portion of that money to build that academy and see where where that can take us because i agree with you you know because the science is here you know i mean because everybody was laughing in europe because obviously you know major league soccer is nowhere comparable to anything but now it's kind of funny because uh and i only know this because i i watched some uh nycfc new york city uh football club soccer um our striker castellanos had a ha uh, scored a hat trick against uh uh, Real Madrid uh, last weekend and, mm. and beat them three one. So like you know, it, it's it's growing here. You know, it's, you know the the sport is definitely growing and it's growing at a very rapid pace. Um, yeah. Not saying the not saying the U.S. men's national team could do anything in the next World Cup. They still have a long ways to get there, especially with all the drama that they're handling. But um, no, I I I I, I couldn't agree with you more and i think it's if 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 all, all these rumors are true you know i think whoever we bring in next could hopefully bring us that you know kind of new vision totally yeah and even money wise you know when you think about uh, who's our sponsor right now it's indeed it's an american company and like from the qataris i mean yes i mean i think we still they're still waiting for the big check but i nobody wants that no frankfurt supporter none of the obviously not the ultras but you know nobody wants uh, uh, some some shake uh, dumping money on frankfurt but you know we were happy to do uh, corporations with the united states with with even with corporates here um i think that's uh, way more interesting and like i said like Obviously, we don't need um, uh, uh, to to learn like from the major league soccer a lot, you know. But even though I think there's also uh, parts of it where you can uh, where you can uh, take interesting parts of. But in general, you know, I mean, no doubt the United States is is amazing uh, for athletics, and and that's. And Especially the climate too, that they have yeah. everything. Like if you're looking for a hot place like the Middle East, have you been to Texas in the middle of July? Have you been to Florida in the middle of August? It, it, not not only but it's hot, it's humid. Yeah, training in that will definitely help the conditioning. Yeah, go go. I mean, we've, they've been to Florida. I think like to a training camp, you know, where where like NFL teams also go to practice. You know, and that's the environment that we need. I think that's that does way more uh, for a team. Then, uh, if you just go into, I don't know, uh, uh, into, in a, in a fancy hotel in, in Qatar with, with great, um, uh, green, greens, uh, with a great field and, and nothing else, you know, um, yeah. we need more in, in the situation where we are. We just need everything we can from mental, uh, um, mental science, um, to performance science, to athleticism, to, to all of the above. And, and I think we can get it here. Anyways, that's my little, that, that's my 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 <laughs> wishful solution. Um, what I want uh, and why I want them to come to the United States, not only because of partnership. And I think, and if you would sell that to to the audience, to the people, to the media, it absolutely makes sense, right? Because. 
hundred percent because that because we will grow as a podcast and we'll have a lot of American fans become Frankfurt fans as a I make Frankfurt as a Bundesliga teams and that you know there you go there's extra money from you know the uh, the team store yeah. Well, that could be that could be another thing. I don't know. I, I always hear the stories when people try to order something uh, from the team store to the United States. I always hear the horror stories. But uh, yeah, let's not get let's not open that kind of worms. I think that's yeah, even like supportive uh, stuff. Hey, I, think- I, I I I've heard from a good good friend of mine that and a good good friend of yours that you know shipping does is half the cost of the actual product most of the time. So yeah. I'd be a little a little annoyed as well, but. We're not going to complain too much. That's all we've been doing for the past 30 minutes anyways. <laughs> totally. So let, let's, is there, is there anything positive? Like what do we, what do we can look forward to? Uh, I think hashtag what are we drinking is what we're looking forward to right now. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, a good one. Uh, that's a good uh, one. You, yeah. start, you started off. Are you drinking any cervezas? I, I, I actually do, yeah. I'm drinking a, a Bohemia um, 1905 a Cerveza Clara, a Pilsner. Uh, I have no idea what it is. It's uh, it was basically here in the in the apartment, so uh, I'm I'm having it, and it's uh, it's nice. It's very, what can I say? I, I like I love Mexican beers. You know, not so much Corona, like the Dos Equis, like the the, the no other ones. Um, it's very nice, and the Victoria, and it's just for the weather here. It's just the perfect perfect service. So yeah, I'm I mean, whenever I'm here in Mexico City, I love having my. Cervezas. How about you? What are you having? Love it. Love it. I am having a uh, Threes Brewing, uh, which is a local brewery here. I mean, Queens, actually. Is it Queens? Yeah, it's Queens. Um, and it's just like a it's just like a nice hazy IPA. I don't I forget the name and it doesn't say on the can because the can is just nice and clear and silver. Um, but yeah, Threes Brewing Company. They're pretty. I think they're pretty popular up here in the Northeast. I don't know how they are on the West Coast or even in Mexico City for that fact. But yeah, nice little local brewery here. They've been around here for ten years now. I want to say probably a little bit more. Um, I'm not a historian. Do not quote me on that. But yeah, no, I like my hazies. That's how that's how I like to do it usually. Sweet. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that is hashtag What Are We Drinking? And we will be right back with segment two with the Frauen. Um, and then we have a little bit of a preview for the Pokal match. Mm. Um, so stay tuned for Hertha Frankfurt. <laughs> Welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, I guess we should kind of, you know, send our apologies to our listeners for having such a negative uh, uh, talk about, you know, the boys from the recent form. I mean, there's only some positive things we can bring out, but boy, it's just tough to bring some positive positive things out there with these guys. I mean... It's just tough. So, um, you know. Well, the positive could be, you know, we have nothing to do with relegation this year. Again. Amen to that. No. Amen to that. Right. So let's, let's, yeah, exactly. So that's good. So even if worse comes to, to, to show, you know, like we're not going to mess, uh, have anything to do with relegation. So that already is pretty exactly. good. Exactly. Exactly. To our five year standard. <laughs> so, um, before we get into the Frauen talk and, uh, bunch of other things you definitely want to talk about our american boy paxton aronson um yeah i mean five he's made five to six different appearances right now um obviously all substitution appearances um yeah any first thoughts about him woman yeah absolutely so first of all i like that that he has early uh, um, uh, appearances you know so usually glasner used to be a little bit more you know only changing like the 80th 78th minutes minutes something like this and yeah pexton gets on the 60th minute so he has a little bit of playtime. and i always think like when he's on uh, he does change the game the pace a little bit so i am super excited i can't wait to see more of him um, while I thought when we did the signing uh, that I wouldn't see any anything of him this season, I'm glad and happy to see how he evolved. And uh, and yeah, I hope he 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 keeps on showing his 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 strength and improvements. And I mean, he's a 
is a player for the future. And, uh, and, and, and those guys, you know, for me, they can have as much playtime uh, as they want, you know, and they can even suck a game or two or three. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but, you know, th that's totally legit. I'm only ranting about people who I know they're already leaving and, uh, and where I feel like they're, um, they're out for some, for some that's reason. Loyalty. Um, that's loyalty and that's just what it is. But, you know, like for the young ones and, uh, you know, or even if Hasebe, you know, if he, he has like uh, one bad game, then so what, you know, shit happens. Um, but, but yeah, so Paxton, to come back to it, I'm, I'm always excited to see him coming on the pitch. I think he does change the game. I want to see him come even earlier. I want to, I wouldn't mind seeing him in, in the starting lineup. Also as a sign, you know, to like, um, to, yeah, you know, the future is uh, with those guys. And, um, and that's what I would base it for. But of course, uh, just disclaimer, I'm not there during practice and I do not claim to know more than Oliver Glasner. So don't get me wrong. Like I, uh, obviously I, I trust the coach and, uh, uh, I trust him with uh, making the right decisions. But, um, I thought you were just something that I, I love to see. Coaching staff. This is news. Yeah. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, luckily not. Luckily not. I I would do things different. I mean, I, obviously, I would be a horrible coach because I have no experience. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I would. I de you definitely put all the right points about Paxton Aronson, though. Um, he's definitely the future. I, he definitely can keep up with terms of like the pace. You know, he's you he can definitely tell he's that young buck. You know, he's pressing when he's told yeah. to. He's he's being aware. He's spinning his head around, checking his shoulders. So you know, the the professionalism is definitely right there. He's just running around like a headless chicken a little bit too much, in my opinion. But yeah. obviously, nineteen year old playing in a different country. I mean, you know, definitely huge culture change for him. So you know, he's taking it all in. You know, so he's gonna have. Yeah. A very, very, very big summer, you know, get, getting into, you know, accustomed to everything. Um, I mean, I kind of hope that they kind of come to America just so we can kind of, you know, come back a little bit, just get a little taste of home before, before yeah. going back full time. But um, I agree with you. You know, he, although, you know, his, he didn't really have a great showing at Augsburg, in my opinion, but. He's a 19-year-old, you know, playing the sixth game in the Bundesliga. You know, yeah. it, it, the Bundesliga isn't a league that you automatically just flip the switch on it. I mean, we already have one player that was able to do that. That was Randall Kolomwani. He's ar arguably the Bundesliga yeah. player of the year. Um, yeah. So to have two players like that is obviously <laughs> close to possible. But I know he's definitely there for the future, you know. I just hope we don't send him off like we did with, you know, Jens Peter Hauge or... Um, yeah. I don't even know who else we put back out there. Um, oh, what's his name? Rodrigo Salazar, you know, back to Schalke. But obviously, he's, yeah. having, he's having fun over there right now. Um, yeah, you know, he's definitely... But I also good. think his performance is good enough. You know, like when, you, when, we, when we look yes. at, for example, Höge, like he's always been like the unlucky person. And um, the, the goal, like, yeah, you know, the chance and tot a little bit and uh, the, the death of chance. And... Um, you know, we, we thought let's give him some more playtime in a different league and he'll come back stronger. I don't see that with Paxton. I don't think anybody would say like, oh yeah, Paxton needs, um, uh, uh more playtime somewhere else, uh, or maybe a different league. I think it's exactly what you said. He, he needs to focus. He needs to learn, uh, his, his runs. He needs to uh, stay tactically, uh, technically and tactically fit. Uh, and on board with what the coach wants and and then the rest will come by itself and he gets his his time and i don't think he he i don't think he ever even though augsburg may be but he ever uh, um, he ever made glasner feel like it was a bad decision to bring him where with Heuge, it was sometimes i wouldn't say bad decision to bring that's mean but you know it's like it was, ah, a hit or miss. It was not what i yeah exactly it was not what i expected to happen and i think with with, with paxton um, uh, everyone knows what to expect and I think he overperforms um, uh, no he he doesn't yeah he overperforms and, uh, and and yes there are ups and downs like every young player but that's uh, in, in the you know uh, in the realm of the normal in the norm yeah so. no I, I, I completely agree with you and I mean I mean, I guess we can kind of go move on to that kind of uh, kind of topic, of, you know, regarding our youngsters and where the future is with, you know, uh, the Eintracht right now, because 
you know, Paxton Erickson is really the only youngster that has seen any sort of playing time that is, I guess you would consider, you know, a teenager or anybody who's below, like, uh, 20, 21. I mean, you know, Marcel Vinic, you know, whatever happened to him, you know, he was a pretty big purchase for uh, from when we bought him. Oh, sorry, I think we got him for free, actually, um, from the Bayern U19 yeah. team. But, you know, he, he, there was a lot of media coverage on him. He was a huge thing. Uh, but Medi Looney or Loney, I don't know how else to say it. I mean, he's an academy player. I don't know why we don't play more academy players. Um, it's the same with, like, this yeah. Nacho, uh, Nacho Ferry guy. So, I, it's 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 you know we have a lot of youngsters that you know should be performing with potential. I mean the the obvious ones who are flourishing right now are you know Ansgar Knauf. Hopefully, if we pull the trigger on him, that'd be kind of nice, and he can really settle in with Frankfurt, and maybe he can do what he did, you know, last year and even yeah. two years ago. Um, I I, I yeah. still have high hopes for Farid Ali. Do you know? I think he's he's Agreed. very promising yeah. out there in the wing, and then if we end up somehow. It, some miracle way end up getting a junior uh Mbimpe. our midfield is set we don't need to do anything else yeah. just play around him because that man is a tank he's a machine he's a box-to-box midfielder that is that uh, he, he he reminds me of a young Rode before he went to uh before he went to Dortmund yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I I, I would agree on, on all the points you know I think we have some 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 good stuff to uh, to look forward to um, and yeah, Buta as well. I think he's also having a, a solid, a solid season. I mean, yes, there's always room to improvement, and I think the Augsburg game uh, wasn't uh, any of his best. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's just so much potential, and and once again, that's what I would love to to uh, um, see more. You know, I, I want to see more of the young ones, and um, and yeah, that's that's me personally here again. Good thing that I'm not the coach, <laughs> but uh, um, I, I something that I. Um, that I will never understand with with Frankfurt um, uh, that we don't give chances. I mean, if the game is already kind of like a shit show, then, you know, like kind of what we did in Dortmund. So I liked it that against Dortmund, Glasner put in Gebur and, uh, you know, so those are the things that I want to see, you know, give the young ones play time, especially if the old ones are not performing. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't don't take a, at 1-1 don't take a, a kick-ass Kamada out of out of the game to uh, to put in uh, a Paxton Aronson. But you know, if 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 or the expectations Timothy from Kamada, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, wh- what is this? Like, you know, I mean, like maybe okay, Chandler. It's a, it's again, it's a different story because maybe it was like okay, give him some play time, and he deserves it as well. I mean, like he's, uh, um, yeah. but it, exactly. But I mean, the same thing, you know, like. Uh, and I mean, if it's like in the last minute, like why not? But in, in general, you know, like uh, do more, do more earlier changes again, you know. And here again, I mean, it's good that he put in a Paxson in the in 68th minute, but then like Ali do in the 82, like what are they supposed to do in 10 minutes? You know, it's like if if you really, I mean, of course, don't get me wrong, but if, it's what I've heard. Like I haven't seen the whole match, so uh, please take this with a grain of salt. But um, uh, if the game is not going as expected and the performance of the players are not uh, 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 met, right? If, if the, uh, the expectations are not met, then you need to move earlier and bring in some 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 young ones. And yeah, and then you lose, and so what? Like I wouldn't mind, you know. Literally, like let's say we play one-one, and uh, and and he brings on. Um, a um, uh, uh, an, an, an Alidu, uh, and and somebody else, and then we we lose it. And I'm like, shit, maybe not good, but you know, at least uh, we tried to win this. You know, I, I um, tell you, I tell you what, though, the 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 the, the complaints I have about Glasser right now is the substitutions, and you know. Um, the, the past couple of games, I feel like, the, especially the last month, I can understand the first one, but I feel like especially all of April, I feel like there's some very questionable, like, substitutions. And, yes, I've been a critic of, of this player for pretty much the whole season. I had high hopes for it because he had Champions League experience. But, dude, Lucas Alario should never see the pitch again for us. Just because, like, I don't see him do anything 
effective. Yeah, like he stands in the way yeah. of defenders and stuff like that. He gets the ball, passes his back to Gutsu or Kamada or Jesper or whoever. But like, yeah, he didn't play against Augsburg because if we end up subbing him in mm-hmm. against Augsburg, I was going to throw my TV yeah. out the window. And I live in a three-story apartment yeah. building. Um, that shit could land far. <laughs> it's, you know, it's. I feel like the whole substitutions thing has just been treacherous from Gossner as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Actually, that's uh, an interesting uh, thing. We didn't want to open that that can of worms, but I mean, as I read, um, that Glasner is like, if we lose against Stuttgart, like there may be even discussions about him. I mean, like right now, it's all clear, hundred um, percent behind him. But you know, let's say we lose against Stuttgart and we have one more loss, then we need to open that discussion. Whether we should act is something completely different, and whether it makes sense. But what I'm a little bit annoyed in the recent time, and I'm not even. Blaming Glasner also about the, the media or uh, not the media it doesn't exist, but about some of some of the journalists. I like the pressing questions about his future. And, and like I said, like a few weeks ago, people were like complaining that he was a go to Tottenham. And now people are saying like, maybe we should get rid of him. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just not, it's just not good discussions that are going on around the team. Uh, with all the other so stuff So I was thinking about this, and that actually made me think more about it because I'm glad that you mentioned it to me because I wasn't sure if just my Twitter was bombarding me with this. Do you think we've been getting so much attention just because of our recent success with the Europa League and stuff, and now we're getting all these media reports? Because, I mean, I was talking about uh, uh, Glasner being unhappy, like, what, in our group chat, I think, like, three weeks ago or four weeks ago or so, and then that, that ended up being baloney, and then that came is resurfacing again with Tottenham and stuff. I feel like I feel like we – I'm not saying that we're in any sort of – same universe, stratosphere, you know, whatever you want to call it. And the same as like, man, you, Real Madrid, Barcelona will have all these freaking, you know, rumors saying, oh my God, Ronaldinho is going to retire and come back to Barcelona. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't think we're at that level, but I feel like we're getting a lot of media attention as well because of recent success. And I feel like a lot yeah. of media people are trying to get those extra clicks because they could say, oh, you know, I was the first person to say this about this upcoming team, like Eintracht Frankfurt. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you have any comments about that. Yeah, I mean, so so in Germany, we generally have, uh, and, and I do. I say that all the time, also about you know the 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 startup ecosystem in the Silicon Valley. A big difference between the U.S., for example, and Germany. In Germany, uh, there are two things that we love, and one is uh, envy and uh, pity. Right. So those that where Germans are very good. So when you're successful, there's a lot of envy. And, uh, um, uh, and, and if you're not successful, you get a lot of pity. But pity, as we all know, you can't buy anything for pity. And, and people like, like to see that, you know, that people like to, um, uh, like to stare at, um, the, um, the dying swan or whatever you want to <laughs> say, right? So it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's just annoying these things, you know, and, and I hate this, uh, like here um, in, in Germany, in the business environment as well, you know, when somebody's super successful, you have people, you have the, uh, you know, as they say, deny their comrades, you know, and, um, and, uh, um, and, and when you're down, you know, then people just, so that's, that's one of, one of the issue, I think, in the media, and that's also probably talked into um, uh, the situation, because usually it's like, I, I, there's not even need to talk about this, you know. It's like, you see, it talks with Tottenham. I would just not answer to any of those questions. You know, like let's talk about the game, let's talk about the match, um, and and that's it. You know, I don't, I've the typical usual saying what they always say: I have a contract with Eintracht Frankfurt, and and let's talk about this. That should be all that needs to be said. You know, and anything else will come out. And yeah, if he's going to Tottenham, then yeah, that's that's bad. And as, the minute he signed. That's then the situation, or the same with with uh, um, uh, with Hellman. Like, who cares whether Hellman goes? Who cares right now where the decision is not made, whether he goes or not in the summer? Right. You know. No I mean, we we can we can make argue argue arguments why it would be nice to have him to keep him. Maybe we can talk about um, there there should be some uh, more efforts to 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 keep him. You know, maybe a new contract offer, whatever, make it nice. You know, this can be thing. But this whole discussion about his issue with this guy, with that guy, and why he could leave, and you know, like leave the shit out. Like nobody, nobody needs that. That's just clickbait bullshit. And uh, and and yeah, I would just 
You know, I mean, once it's public or once it's out or once the decision is made publicly or not, then the decision is made. That's why I think it was a good decision from Kamada to finally say what's going on. You know, I'm leaving. I love that because now we can all work with it. We could say now we can have an excuse why he doesn't perform or why he does perform. We can put up all these speculations, but beforehand, it doesn't help anyone. No, I, you know, I, there's no help. I agree with you. And it's kind of funny going back to your discussion about, you know, the analytics here in the U.S., like journalists the journalists over there need to start putting some analytic uh analytics into their reporting like what their questions like how answer and stuff like that because there's probably a 0.0 percent chance a reporter goes hey there's rumors you're going to uh club a are you going there and the chances of that person going yup going there see you later you know that doesn't happen (laughs) never happened nowhere no and it's like did and it just, and the, and the other thing is, it just creates stupid situations. I mean, like, take, for example, the Stand Jetzt from, uh, from Kovac, right? When he said, like, Stand Jetzt, I play for Frankfurt. Like, what else is he supposed to say? Yeah. Right? I mean, what is there? What would be in a perfect universe? Um, what would be a good thing where everyone would be satisfied? There is no such thing. So let this be. Call it a rumor. Put out a thing. Uh, whatever an article there's a rumor glasner is going to tottenham full stop don't ask him personally or any of the staff what are they supposed to what are they supposed to say you know right don't tell him don't ask him but do your articles i mean do write your shit about it a rumor or write about this but don't bring this to the team and to the person um uh, itself right that's that doesn't doesn't make any sense. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't get any media attention. It never re- re- it never reveals the truth. You know, there's nothing. Same with Bayern and Khan right now, right? So people are like asking Khan all the time and, and Salihamidzic if he's going to leave, if he feels like he's not backed up by what is he supposed to say? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like literally, it's like me as somebody who view i mean I'm, I'm i'm not vested in any any of the bayern shit but even i read or i see these articles and i'm annoyed by him right because like it's just clickbait and i know i'm not going to get the answer it's, right it's literally like yeah yeah guys like Oli hasn't i've been on all these read receipts for the past week and a half now i don't know what's going on it's like what kind of answers are these reporters expecting from these figures Totally. And yeah, we should, we should go. Or I don't know. Maybe there should be some way of, of Eintracht Frankfurt dealing with these things in the future where never a stupid question like this is asked. We just say like, sorry, we're not taking part of any rumors. Uh, ask us about the current situation of the team. You can add, please uh, ask about uh, my personal opinion on why I think Kamada is not having a good time right now, but you know, not uh, about his contract. Right, that has nothing to do with Glasner's work on the pitch. He shouldn't comment on these things, and he shouldn't comment on whether these things affect the team or not. What is he supposed to say? Of course, it affects the team, but he cannot say it. Right? He cannot say, "Oh, actually, you know, now good that you ask, good journalist. Thank you for bringing up this question. Uh, uh, yes, it doesn't help that four of our main uh, players are uh, in, in talks of leaving. You know, there's like So Kamada and Dika." Kolumwani and me, you know, like, yeah, that helps everyone. Yeah. You know, so let's, you know, okay. Uh, I think we, we have to move on. Otherwise, we, we, we can go on and on um, and on about this. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Um, switching subjects about to the Frauen. Um, the woman played last weekend and a uh, little bit of an unexpected game, I would say, for us. I mean, uh, I, we weren't able to watch it because it's still not liable to us, but the Frauen ended up tying 3-3 to uh, Hoffenheim, who are in fourth place. And so, you know, that pretty much means, you know, no real big changes in the table because we're still three points ahead of Hoffenheim. We still have, I think, three more, four more games to play because um, we still play Leverkusen, which should be an easy win. We still have a big game against Wolfsburg, which, you know, we may turn heads and stuff, uh, Potsdam, and then, and then we end the season against Meppen. So, you know, four more games. You know, the Hoffenheim game was pretty big. You know, I don't expect any more slip-ups after that. But it, it, it definitely was a back-and-forth game. You know, we, we never got comfortable, it seemed like, um, you know, according to the highlights. Because, you know, we kept playing from behind. I mean, yeah, we had the first bite with uh, Posnica, you know, Posnica scoring in the first five minutes. And then, you know, Hoffenheim scored. And then 
and then they scored twice again after that. So, you know, it was a 2-1 game. Nicole ended up scoring in the one, which was pretty good. And then, you know, it was a 3-2 game. So we kept playing from behind. But a point is a point, you know. But we came back. We came back every time, you know. Like, they never gave up. They they stuck to it. And that's actually something that I would like to see more with the men's as well. You know, like, you know, like, just step it up. Exactly. You know? Take it. Take it. As they say in German, you know, Mund abwischen, weitermachen. You know, like wash your face <laughs> and move on. Oh my God, bringing back to my childhood memory there. Um, <laughs> love it, love it. But yeah, you know, the Flounder doing good. I mean, other than that, you know, uh, Bayern and Wolfsburg have a one point difference right there. Um, and, you know, that's still going to be a probably the last game decider to see if anybody slips up. Maybe Wolfsburg will slip up against us, which would be kind of nice. You never know. But um, yeah, you know, it's definitely um, it definitely should be a strong season for the Frauen. Other than that, you know, um, in other Frauen news, you know, Wolfsburg beat Arsenal uh, for the women's uh, you know Champions League final over there, and so you know there'll be some Bundesliga rep- representation at the Champions League final, which is always good. And uh, you know, hopefully, we can find ourselves in that kind of uh, space. Oh yes. But, You know, our uh, if the men can't do it, we gotta we gotta rely on our women. You know, our badge That's has to be is. on some sort of trophy or yeah. something like that. Now, now yeah. that we've you know had the taste of two trophies in the past five years, I need more, not want. I need it. It's an addiction. There's no rehab for. Speaking it. of trophies, speaking of trophies, we are still in talks of a trophy, and I think following our little talk here, right, uh, Matt. We're going to hear something from Brian. Yes. So he will be coming up next in this podcast feed. Um, it will be an exclusive Pokal preview with Brian, our fearless leader down in Kansas City, with the new VfB podcast, Stuttgart Americano. Um, so definitely hear into that there. But yeah. First things first, I think we should preview that one, Roman. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do a quick preview here on this one. I think we already talked for a long time. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, we need to win that. No doubt about it. I think we will win. This has to be, this can be our turnaround, uh, uh, turnaround moment. So let's take it as such. You know, um, I don't want to hear any of these stories, you know, like let's, uh, let's give away the Bundesliga for winning the cup. I don't think that's possible. I don't, I don't think you can suck in one and overperform in the other and uh, and it may work for Stuttgart but for the cup definitely not so we need to step our overall game um and and yeah let's 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 make Stuttgart our our turning point for the season to have like a, a last sprint um to get every everyone happy and to have a stop have me ranting or us ranting and um and yeah let's win this and and my prediction would be a good old 3-2-1 win over Stuttgart. I love it. I love it. With the first goal of Paxton. <laughs> I love it. That's a bold prediction. I love how you stayed away from the clean sheet because God knows we can't do a clean sheet. But um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to agree to disagree with that because God knows we cannot play one tournament or one competition well without playing like shit in the other ones. Because may I remind you, when we won Dave Papel call, do you remember what place we were in the table? Uh, yeah, 13. it was. It was. It yeah. was yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we won yeah. Europa League. What t- place through the table? Ninth. Was it ninth? Yep, yep. yep. And yep. look, well, look where we're at right now. It's kind of the same recipe. We are sitting in ninth right now. We're playing against a Stuttgart team who has played fairly well. Just to give you some, you know, results they've had in the uh, previous. I mean, they played two one against a str- uh, against Bayern, which is a good uh, good uh, result. We tied them one one after that, and they lost to a hot Wolfsburg at the time. But then, uh, yeah, they lost to Union Berlin. But they, you know, they've 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 held their own. They've they done their business against Bochum. They tied Dortmund when they needed the points. They tied Augsburg and then they beat Gladbach uh, over the past weekend. So, you know, they are hot. They haven't they haven't lost in their past one, two, three, four, five games right now. Um and you know the Bundesliga game is all about consistency, but you know, this is the Dave Bapel Cup. So, you know, anything can happen in the Dave Bapel Cup. I mean the fact that there is no um Bayern, there is no Dortmund in this freaking <laughs> thing is I don't even remember the last time that ever happened. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, good, good, good one actually. But here, so here's a question. So I'm with you. So or or like, if you want to have me convert to your side, do you think, let's say Frankfurt, we we give away the league to win the uh, the DFB Pokal? Do you think it would be smart for Stuttgart to give away the DFB Pokal to stay in the league because they're the exact opposite? You know, do they need the distraction of the DFB Pokal? I mean, of course they're going to say. Uh, Come on, one more game, let's do it. But um, wouldn't it be smarter for them to concentrate fully on uh, on the Bundesliga? Because, uh, yeah, winning the DFB Pokal is great, but relegation is worse. It's, Or is it? I, I don't, don't know. know. That's the it? thing, because would it, would it be the Wigan Athletic effect where, you know, VfB Stuttgart ends up winning uh, winning DFB Pokal, go to Europa League and play the Zweite Bundesliga. I mean, that would be hilarious. I don't know what the higher income would be. I think they'd be, I think they would be able to attract more players and be able to play better at the Zweite Bundesliga um, and then come up stronger when it goes into the next season. And on top of that, they get a trophy. So, oh, that's tough. But I, I think I would have to say if, if, if Frankfurt was in this position, I think I'd go for Dave Bapokal and say if we get relegated or at least go for the playoff. It's fine. That's fine as well. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I think I would go for it. For DFB Pokal. Get a trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not what I wanted to hear, but you're probably right. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. Because, like, I, it's, cause I, I think because I know what it's like being relegated. I've had that paid before. It's been a while, but I know what that is, you know? And so, yeah, like, yeah. And, to, and to play Europa League. And the funny part is, if it was us, we it, I would totally see us, like, in reaching Europa League in, the like, the semifinals of Europa League. And we hit finish the Zweite Bundesliga in, like, eighth. And we don't even get promoted, yeah. you know? Like, that's the total yeah, yeah, diva yeah, yeah, move yeah. I could totally see. Um, yeah, yeah. But for for sake of conversation for this game, I definitely agree with you. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game on our end. Um, I, I hope Rondo Colomani comes back. I hope his abdomen is okay. Yes. I expect to be okay. But if not, I definitely think Bore and Kamada. And I think Lindstrom is going to you know, start the game since, you know, he was able to put in a couple good minutes um, on Saturday. So I think I'm going to ride with you, Roman. I think, you know, the Eintracht are going to win 3-1. I don't think Paxton Aronson is going to score a game, uh, score one, but I think Yester may score two um, and then, you know, throw a little, throw a little Jibriel so, you know, long shot from outside the box. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, that, so well, anyways, okay, let's hope if we, If we can uh, um, extend our little summer uh, with uh, with a DFB Pokal match on June 3rd, right? I think that's what what's what's the plan. So let's just win against Stuttgart and then move on. And then yeah, yeah. then we're in the Europa League and then fuck, fuck the Bundesliga. Yeah, fuck the Bundesliga because then let let all the young ones play. You know, get rid of uh, like I would lit like literally if we were in the like okay, I, it, it wouldn't work out this well. But if we would already have the Dave Bebo Carl win uh, secured, you know, like if it would have been the other way around, I would totally say, okay, we have the Dave Bebo Carl, we are secured for Europa, uh, Kamada uh, and everyone who's leaving next season, goodbye, go off, you know, go play wherever you want to do it. Now I'm just going to do the rest of the season with my, with my future team. And, uh, Tottenham Hotspur, yeah. yeah. Exactly, but good thing, good, good thing. I'm not a coach, oh. so that's uh, that's why I'm always that's always uh, what, what I what I say. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, we, we definitely have a very a very interesting summer in store for us, and I think I'm more scared yeah. than excited about it. But you know, that's definitely yeah. a different discussion to have once the season is over. But um, Roman, I mean. I can I can tell you one thing, you know, the worst thing that can happen to you, and this is uh, back in like in the two early two thousands when we would wouldn't make the uh, the when we wouldn't get the license, yeah, you know, and when it was basically like Frankfurt Oberliga or Regionalliga, uh, if even, you know, and with the debt and with the octagon bullshit and all this kind of stuff, and there's some Hungarian investor trying to come into Frankfurt, and you know this kind of stuff we've been we've been struggling back them days so i'll i'll take our struggle right now every day and every night you know and uh let's just you know end this on the positive note so to say yeah raising the dfb pokal hopefully
Yeah, yeah. Awesome, Robin. Yeah. Because my, my, my theory, we are the team uh, where you can win titles as a player, right? More than with Dortmund. Because obviously Dortmund is not going to win the championship. Uh, they're not going to win the DFB Pokal. Uh, so they're out. And if we win, then we have more, more titles within a five-year period than any other team besides Bayern Munich. Yeah. So that's... That's uh, yeah. That's what Frankfurt is. If you want to win something, go to Frankfurt. If they if they had the banner tradition as they do here in American sports, I would hang that up in the in the standings. Uh, second most yeah. trophies in the Bundesliga in the Bundesliga yeah. compared to Dortmund. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. In the past five years, past five past years, five I mean, years like past five years. Yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Semantics. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Roman. Yeah. But where can we find you here in the social media landscape? Yeah, you'll find me under SF Bay Eagles on Twitter and uh, Instagram, so to say, or in, on, on Twitter on my, my real name, so to say, Roman Weisshoppel in one word. And uh, yeah, so that's where you can find awesome. me. Awesome. And then you can find me. How about yourself? You can find me, your host, WagMA in the Twitter space. You can find me on Instagram at WagnerMA. And then obviously, definitely, like I said earlier, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, check out our website hefpod.com chris in detroit really runs that website really well uh facebook i mean literally anything social media like i said but um yeah you know stuttgart wednesday 245 i mean i i need a frankfurt win i i'm i'm draining here if i don't get a frankfurt win here i I don't know what will happen to me um i like support maybe ordered online I think Amazon yep. probably delivers that. Um, yep. Other than that, juice. Juice. Sorry, we're not taking part of any rumors. Hey,